This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast. We talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I'm Christopher Hine, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me is Joshua Tee, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, first Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. I did it. I broke you. Yeah. That was good. I broke you. I feel like, you know, sometimes you got to do a little, throw a little something different. Otherwise, people might not know that they might think the beginning is like pre-recorded the same thing. And it's not. We do that live every time. I don't think anyone thinks that about this podcast. Are you sure? (laughs) All right. They're um, like, oh, those people definitely yeah. not professionals. No, they don't have bumpers, bumper music, and all that good stuff. No, so that's uh, you know, I'm on, I'm on the, ra- the I'm on the radio now. In the biz, so uh, he knows. He <laughs> now knows. I now I know all the lingo, whatnot. You all let right. you let this man have one radio show. And I know it goes, it goes all it goes crabby, goes crabby. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, no, it does. Because I feel like so there's radio and there's podcasting. Yeah, for sure, and they're very similar. But completely different. Yes. And I feel like I bring a little bit of podcasting to the radio. Like too much maybe. Podcasting to radio. Yeah. Um, I don't feel like I bring any of that. Give give yourself some time. Yeah. I probably will. Yeah. You're going to hear You'll it. fuck up this podcast <laughs> You're gonna hear any it. second now. You're going to hear everyone's going to be like, how did Josh got a radio voice? I know. <laughs> Hey, those you're dulcet gonna, tones. You're going to wake up one day and be like, hello, good afternoon, and welcome and to. Welcome to. Um, okay. So. For this episode, I am going to make the case for formsless, formsless. Aikido. So getting rid of, formsless. I'm not actually going to make the case, uh, but I'll throw it out and see if maybe we can or not make a case for uh, throwing the, getting rid of the forms, taking the forms. Get out of here, Get forms. out of here, forms. We don't need you in Aikido. So that that's where I think we need to go with this. this <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. So maybe before we go into why maybe we think forms are not so great, sort of sucky, um, we could talk about uh, why we have them in the first place or what they're for. So I don't know. Chris, did you want to? <laughs> <laughs> um, so why this? there's this weirdness going on. We actually already tried to record this podcast. This is round two of this. Yeah. yeah. But we but we ran out of space right. and we didn't realize it. And so so we actually so, already know right. what we're going right. to say. Some of this has been. Uh... We got about 15 to 20 minutes in, which is like like maybe a third of the way through yeah. and then had a realization. So we're just, we're just starting fine. again. Right. That's good. That was a dry run. And I feel like we'll be able to hit things a little more. Uh, succinctly. succinctly. Yeah. yeah. So then in 15 minutes, we'll be all, now what the fuck? Now, do we yeah. Talk about? <laughs> um, no, but so we, we we sort of laid out a uh, a little bit of a historical basis for right. why we have right. uh, the forms, and then therefore we can begin to break all that down. Right. Yeah. So, you know, um, one thing I think to understand is that forms are an older tradition in Japan, meaning you can go back and find records of forms existing right so like you know a series of techniques existing um to wait to way back you know to the uh 16th century i guess in japan um where you know there these scrolls were made to hand down 
traditions to people and they were being handed down to other people who fought so you know if i was the head of a samurai family and i wrote down the things that i think were important and then i would hand that scroll down to my inheritor of the system whether that be my child or someone i adopted or whatever um you know they're they're getting the system then that was a, a way of transmission and that person who was also a warrior would would use those ideas and hopefully they'd be helpful in their lives well, what happened was in Japan, at a certain point, royalty and like upper classes became kind of less important and merchant classes is where the money was at. And so merchants kind of wanted to be a little like samurai. And so without being guys who spent their life fighting, they wanted to learn some samurai stuff because like, well, if someone tries to rob me, if I were a samurai, man, I would really F them up. And so, but they're like, also, I'm not going to carry around a sword or a spear or a bow or a horse, you know? So, so like how, what would I do if the samurai was unarmed? And so that became really popular. And so all of jujitsu kind of became about unarmed stuff, right? You know, because that's what the merchants wanted to know. That's what was in vogue. That's what was popular. And, and judo came along and really capitalized upon that. But what was originally being given to this merchant class were these forms, these progression of forms that would come out of these scrolls or were, you know, similar to the scrolls that these people had learned or what they were learning in, in uh, Ruha, like, like a group of people who studied this system. Um, and so like, that's what they were. So they were given these forms. The idea was these forms would teach them to be like samurai without having to have gone through all the battles that the samurai went through. That sounds great. Yeah, it does sound great. It's, <laughs> it's the idea we pretend is real now. Um, and and uh, how does this sort of um, how does this like balance out with like what was happening with like uh, the like the writings like in Europe and stuff? Uh, you know that that they would have for sword fighting. I mean, is it a similar kind of thing? I mean, almost identical. Yeah, yeah. And I wouldn't be surprised if so that time in history would be very close to when the Portuguese started coming over. And so I wouldn't be shocked if the influence was direct, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe it wasn't. I'm not a historian, so I don't know. I mean, I could be off by 100 years on my timeline guesses. But, but um, uh, you know, it, so in Europe, basically what was happening was you'd have badass guys who were doing hobby sword fighting um, and they would make manuscripts for other guys doing hobby sword fighting to learn from and I think an important thing to understand is usually when the martial stuff is actually happening like when literally there are wars going on there aren't a lot of manuscripts right. about how to actually right. do but stuff no one's writing forms out in right. the middle of a battlefield. Right, right. And, you know, the, they, that's not saying that they totally didn't, but the equivalent would be like if you've picked up military manuals now, a military manual now is not really a good thing to try and learn military stuff from unless you've already been in the military. Because it's like, you know, if you pick up on like how to use a landmine or something, yeah, I guess it has how to use a landmine, but not actually how to really use the landmine. Sure, you know, someone sure. who's deployed landmines knows a lot more about it than you would get out of the manual. And the manual is just kind of like a touchstone, you know? Mm -hmm. And so that's what old manuscripts kind of were, is they were touchstones. Right, and then, like, a, like a shorthand. Yeah, like a shorthand. Like, well, you already know about war stuff, but let me remind you how to not blow yourself up and what's safe and, you know, right. the stuff that needs to be handed out or like beginning knowledge or reminders is basically what we're writing down. Whereas right. you basically know your job, go do your job, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so like, that's what it was. And these, these kind of manuals, like we have now, like, you know, so if you look at a modern martial arts book, although books are, are disappearing, but it's way more elaborate than any of that old stuff would have been. And it has to be more elaborate because you're talking to people who don't actually know the craft, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Like they don't actually yeah, do for it. for sure. Right. So, so it's, it, aside from 
notating forms. Forms existed even before the notation, right? Like, so it was more of a, not an oral tradition, like a physical tradition to where like my father taught me these forms and then I teach my son and we may or may not have written them down, but like we have these sets of movements. That's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Right. Uh, And that's the assumption, but truth is we don't know because uh those were private sessions that were held between people right um so and we don't knows, really know right. who knows but as right. a as a martial artist who's taught martial arts and conveyed martial arts to people i can almost guarantee that not a lot of that happened right that like from my personal experience there there might be little snippets that they would give people but mostly it's going to be working in a much more organic way with what is this student understanding and what is this student not understanding and how do i get them to the next right. level that they need to be at right and so mm-hmm. i really doubt that what a modern martial arts uh, school that goes through forms looks like I doubt that there's much historical parallel well and you know? some of this it occurs to me uh, with the forms is also happening because the, of the way that we want to transmit the information meaning um, I want to transmit it to a bunch of people uh, in a simple way right, right. so right. What you would teach me or Maya one on one is going to be much different than what you're going to teach to an entire class. Sure, of course, right? Yeah. And if you're going to try to teach something and not be there, for instance, or you know, or show me something that I then have to, you know, it's going to be something that's uh, very sort of regimented because you want to make sure everyone hits each little individual point, right? And you know, I mean, this so is also right. like. You know, I was when I was answering right now, I'm really skewing towards one part of the puzzle. But, you know, there's another big piece of it that's like, you know, Bodhidharma brought these like martial forms um, from China to give to or from India to give to people in China to allow them to stay physically strong so they could do their meditations. And so like there's a lot of talk that maybe that was a regimented thing no different than like the sun salutation in yoga sure. you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. there's this form you go through and again akin to tai chi right and so like you know what what i'm trying to say is like you know if i'm a war dude trying to teach my kid to be a war dude it's going to be i'm not going to teach him a whole bunch of fucking forms it's a waste of time i'm going to give him some ideas that might be snippets from forms but then i'm going to like say what does he understand what does he not understand and how do right. i get him up to speed as quick as possible so herein lies my my argument for uh, formsless, uh, whatever, because I feel like um, the forms don't, the forms obscure the truth of those snippets that you're wanting to give to, to that you would want to give. You know, it's there. There are truths that you want to transmit, and. And there are different ways to go about getting someone to realize that. And I feel like the forms, while they will get you there, they also obscure those truths in a way that makes it really difficult to then use the use the truth or you, yeah, you know. And I, I, I think what you're getting at right now is, 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 is a real dilemma. No, I think I, I think it's clear to me. Um, these are the trappings, and so like what you're describing is the problem with trappings. And this is like you know, say we're talking about religious stuff. Um, I think a lot of serious religious 
people would say that we get all too caught in the trappings of the religion. So meaning that you think that the way you go down on your knee and you bow and you're reverent and you wear your clothes like this and you celebrate these holidays and you do these fasts and you, you know, all these different things, you think that that is what the religion's trying to point at, but those are just things that trap you and they're not actually what the religion's pointing mm -hmm, at, mm -hmm. you know? And so like Bruce Lee says it in the, you know, the, you know, uh, the fool looks at the finger while the wise man looks at the moon, you know? So like there's a, a finger pointing at the moon and a fool looks at the finger and thinks the finger is the thing that the teacher's trying to talk about mm -hmm. when it's the moon is what they're, they're pointing at the moon. And so the trappings should lead us to see the moon, but if we're not careful, we get stuck with the trappings and that's what the forms do, right? Is like the forms, we start thinking that the little details of the forms, which are just the finger pointing the way, is the important part when in fact there's this big beautiful moon that you should be seeing and so like that's so you're, what you're saying is the forms are actually obscuring the moon yes, almost like yes. the hands covering the moon instead of pointing at the moon that, and the yes. more we obsess the, the closer our head gets to the hand <laughs> to the, right, the less we can the, see right, that right. there's a moon right. over there you know or, or anything other than the hand right exactly right, right. Exactly and so right. It, that's the other thing is i think and we were sort of talking about this before that the idea of like, okay, we have to decide or, or, you know, we have to talk about whether or not forms, Aikido is form. Like, are the forms Aikido? Is it, is that it? And um, maybe it is. If it is, then, then we have to reevaluate the way that, that we talk about the thing that we're doing or our expectations about what we get out of the thing that we're doing. Right. Because if it is just the forms then we should not be we should not assume that we're going to get anything out of it other than the forms right i mean you know say for me i feel like i have a very deep personal understanding of aikido and i say deep not to mean like super amazing i just mean it goes to my core like it goes deep inside of me where like there are things that aikido through, through my practice of aikido has taught me that weren't evident to me otherwise that like when i really realized was there i was like oh shit i was too ignorant to see that and doing this practice actually illuminated that to me and so by deep i just mean that it's like it was hard for me to get at and i i dug through it and got it and and that that understanding has become very very personal to me um and that only could have happened through the forms because the forms kind of gave me a thing to keep questioning mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. like if you had just let you know 20 year old chris go free he yeah. probably would have been like well yeah we're just blowing people up with tanks is the best thing on earth right. you know what i mean like but but aikido kept bringing me back to like why would we do this thing why so the forms sort thing? of handed you this like complex thing and your teacher's did a good job of imparting those complex pieces, those, those chunks to you. And right. you, so then you had them in your possession. And right. so then you had to keep working with those chunks. Right. Well, and had they maybe not given them to you in that way, you might have more easily thrown them aside or not worked on them as much. Is right. that what you're saying? Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah. But my question is, is it, so that's what the forms did for you. But had you had someone who had a better understanding of what the forms were, would they have been able to uh, have already extracted all of that and given it to you in a way that would be 
uh, quicker, more accessible, uh, uh, like whatever. I think beyond a doubt, absolutely. And I think the thing you're pointing at right now is why I was saying that I would really doubt that a samurai who was trying to teach their kid yes, to be a samurai yes. would teach whole forms and shit. They would teach snippets and then understand what the kid knew and didn't know and then adjust for that. You know? And I think this is sort of maybe what we're going to come to with this is that like we have to kind of come full circle with it, which is that the people who discovered these kinds of movements discovered them in natural human interaction. And then they put some names on them and then they kind of categorized them and they made a structure to go around the things that naturally they did and naturally worked for them. And probably the closest to that originating time, the kinds of things that you're saying that were happening and how it was being learned was spar around, see what happens. Oh, notice that your hands work better here instead of there. Like, simple shit right. that is like go steal the neighbor's cows and when he comes out to fight you um see what happens between you and the neighbors right. oh he stabbed you with a pitchfork well if you survived this that was a valuable lesson right yeah know? like more um experiential knowledge and it right. sounds like you know as we've gotten further and further away like as we've lived lived in a society that encourages less of that experiential right. knowledge That's don't right. go fight the neighbor right. don't yeah. go steal yeah. a cow there is cows fuck off yeah um <laughs> we've we've stepped away from that and we've and so then the people that do have that knowledge go well shit i have to package it up somehow for for these merchants right for right. these middle class people to be able to get because they still want to come to the they dojo and do something. something right but they're not gonna i'm not gonna tell them they're not gonna go fight anybody so we'll right. we'll just put them in a form instead we'll That's package right. it up real dense and nice and see if they can get it from that what ends up happening, I think, though, is uh, you, you it's, things get lost. Oh, yeah, And eventually yes. you're left with uh, this book that you can read through, and then you have to, as the person doing it, interpret what they meant by those things. Yep. And I think maybe that's even where we're at. In Aikido, it's like people are interpreting the forms uh, for what they meant, and they may be interpreting them incorrectly. And we saw this when we were going through um, and looking at the the one thirty three book, the um, uh, old sword, sword fighting manual. sword fighting manual. And there was a, there's a lot of things that we're like, I don't know. This is our best guess of what they were pointing at in this thing. Right. We could be wrong. Now, if we made an entire system on that misassumption, sure. That's, 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 that's right. And without that. a litmus. So see, like, you know, you have a litmus, right? So, so if you make that assumption and then you go apply it in the war you fight and it doesn't work for you, then you go, right. oh, well, I, that was a misinterpretation of the system. Or you die and then you just don't pass that's it right. on. That's right. And you don't right, pass right. on either then, way. Then bullshit doesn't, doesn't right. float, right? Right, right, right. So, so, but if you, but um, if you, if it does work, then, then you can, you have a litmus and you go, oh, it works. I'll keep teaching that. But in the modern era, because we don't have people going and doing that litmus, then we don't know, you know, like you just go and and that's what see, this is what MMA was trying to do. Well, MMA was honestly trying to produce the Gracie's a fortune, which it did. Um, But but aside from that, like what it was doing was saying like, hey, here's an ultimate way to fight. We can fight any way you want. And then this will be our litmus and we'll see what works out of all the martial arts. We'll mix them all together and we'll see what really works. As we got further away from a world where we were naturally doing more fighting and as we got started doing less fighting, we had to create a model of what fighting would be like That's or right. like a like right. a false like a sport a right. false sure. uh a situation where we can come together and decide mutually that we're going to do this thing right. and figure out what happens well also fighting uh on a grander scale became less physical yes and so that has become that that lead you know 
So the majority right, of Josh fighting, saying you can push a button now and blow up a right. town, whereas once the, upon a time you had to right. go in there with the a very, stick. At the very least, I have a gun that allows me, you know, right. whatever. The very So as that became the situation, yeah. then that kind of screwed things up for everyone too, I think, because as that as the that physical whatever is taken away, then our idea our ideas of fighting and what that could mean kind of changed as well, you know. Yeah. And so I think now we're coming to f- this idea. I think maybe s- I, I, some people feel like Aikido in Aikido, we've come to it slower than in other martial arts, but coming to that same idea of, ah, shit, these forms that originally were uh, improvement from the world prior to it, because it was like, wow, now we don't have to actually send people out to go fight people for them to learn some fighting. Let's package them up in these nice little bits and you can practice your forms and still get good fighting stuff. And that's fucking great. And I think that was an improvement for people. Now we're realizing, well, but we lost something in that. And so we kind of need to find a way to come back around to live stuff and seeing how things work in live situations. Um, And not rely on forms to teach us everything that there is about fighting right i think that this thing you're describing is like the fallout of the like industrial era kind of like where you know so say the um beginning of the 20th century end of the 19th century where we started realizing like oh we can use science to figure things out and so we created the perfect diet based on you know what we know about uh, eating and then they do it and then a bunch of people starve to death and they're like well <laughs> fuck actually that cultural diet was better we should study that cultural diet a little more and so now we're in this time where i think this revol- revolution kind of thing you're talking about is we realize we've been trying to package things up really nicely, but maybe they don't package up in the way we thought. And so we need to go back and study them. And you're seeing this with like sports medicine and nutrition. And there's a ton of things right now that you're seeing this with where it's like, um, oh, we had these ideas, but those ideas were skewed and we, we thought we could conquer the world with them, but we actually need to go back and look at them more closely. And so same thing with martial arts. We thought we could package up what fighting was in these little forms. And then once you learn them, you know how to fight. And we realized, shit, that doesn't work because right. that yeah. beast guy just beat the shit out of all of us and he never said anything other than smashing people right right (laughs) so okay having said all of the things that we've said um i'm going to wonder if i'll wonder it out loud and then you guys can maybe answer or not is it possible then to uh remove forms from aikido and uh continue to have a system that people can learn and get can we do all of the things differently and get all of the same uh benefits that we get now from from forms well i mean i think that's a really difficult question because it all depends on how well you get away from the forms like if we just took forms away and didn't replace it with anything then i think well i right right correct which i don't think that's what you were saying at the question but i mean i think like, well, I mean, maybe I will. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I like, was just throwing it out there. Yeah, like I think we forms is a structure, and there was there's a good thing to having a some kind of structure of how to teach, how to transmit the martial art to the next generation. Mm-hmm. And so, to take forms away, you, you you have to put some other structure in its place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, there has to be something that replaces that. And what that is is where I think the work in Aikido is is figuring out what 
what kind of new structure do we need to build because what are the pieces that need to be grouped together? And so in order to do that, you have to go, what the fuck is in the forms in the first place? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think there's there's that. I think there is hope, though. I mean, I think that that can be done, but, like, there's a lot of a so lot of work that has to be done to do this. that. Let's talk about this. I'm uh, doing um, jiu-jitsu. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Mm-hmm. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, and I'm trying. Forms? Like, am I, do they, are there forms? In Brazilian yeah, jiu-jitsu? Yeah, there are. Well, certainly. Okay, so, god damn it. Even in Brazilian <laughs> jiu-jitsu. We can't do it. There's just no... I mean, I, I was I was on board because I was like, oh, good, Josh can give a simple example. But you can't fucking do it because this is what pisses me off. I'll make a generalization about Brazilian jiu-jitsu, which is a relatively new martial art that relatively has a simple set of things to talk about. And I'll say something like, yeah, Brazilian jiu-jitsu doesn't really have forms. And people go, no, bullshit. There is a whole series of self-defense forms that were taught by the Gracie family that are part of the original syllabus of it. And so they should be included. And it's also bullshit because there are definitely forms for how to go from fucking like, you know, uh, triangle choke to to arm bar to omoplata, right? Like there definitely are these kinds of constructs. But the system of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, having said that, doesn't rely upon forms to transmit its knowledge. Mm -hmm. They exist. They exist. Sure. That's not not the mainstay. Right. It's a different type of training if you go to train – uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu than than you would train uh, Aikido. Yeah, right. yeah. having yes. oh, very, having yes. forms and relying on them to right. teach very everything different. are two hugely fucking different things. And so maybe this is part of the thing is that we don't have to throw out forms, but we have to stop so, relying I on mean, them. I think if we take this this kind of example, like comparing Aikido and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, what all Aikido schools share are basically the forms. So meaning that you could take an Aikido black belt who does ski kodagaish from pretty much any form of Aikido and then throw them in another school of Aikido and that would be an acceptable way to yeah. do the form. There might be small details and the naming conventions might be different, but basically everyone recognizes that. So that's what we all share as Aikido is these forms. That's what we actually share and we know is the uh, Aikido and you wouldn't get a lot of argument between styles. However, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu... The teachers might have vastly different drills, vastly different quote-unquote forms, vastly different training methods. But what they have in common is they produce a person who can ground grapple. Mm -hmm. And so what they're producing is a ground grappler. And then they have a series of levels, you know, like beginner, uh, novice, tradesman, intermediate, you know, like, you know, like, I don't know what you would want to call these things, but, you know, basically like white belt, blue belt, purple belt, brown belt, black belt. And so you could say, oh, here's a guy at my level who's in this stage. And then they grapple and they go, oh, yeah, they're competitive with each other. That's about right. They share the production of a person who can do a thing. Aikido doesn't share the production of a person who can do a thing. Except for the forms. Except for the forms. Right, that's exactly right. right. So right. that's, and so. So the forms is what we right, share. It, right. So, right. We're producing people who can do the forms. Now, saying that, going back to a, an initial point, if that is the case and if that is the, the truth about it, then as uh, people who do Aikido, we should not, uh, we can't then be mad that we're not getting anything other than the forms. That's right. Yeah, we can't be mad about that. Yeah. This is, I think this is, and I think it's a cultural kind of thing. Like here, it's definitely super prevalent. I bet in most Western culture, it's it's really prevalent. Um, and that's that's becoming a more dominant part of the world. So it's it's probably everywhere. But it's this idea that martial arts are teaching you something outside of the system. 
as opposed to like teaching the system, the system exists outside as opposed to just inside, right? It's an external system versus an internal system. I don't know if these words are weird. I'm still really searching for a vocabulary to talk about this, but basically, you know, ballet and the aesthetic of ballet is trapped with inside of ballet. It doesn't go outside of ballet. Yeah. While people can see what a ballet dancer does and go, hey, that's ballet. They don't say that that's some special kind of extra dance or something, right? right? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? And you wouldn't take ballet and think that you're going to get uh, some knowledge about jazz or, or yeah, jazz. Yeah, exactly. Hip hop. Yeah. So you wouldn't think that at all, right? But in Aikido, we do expect that if you've studied Aikido, you know about fighting. And it's like, well, no, like, why would you know about that, right? You know about Aikido, right? Mm -hmm. And so while someone who knows ballet does know about a kind of dancing, they don't know about all dancing. Right. And a person who knows Aikido knows about the ways Aikido thinks about conflict, but doesn't know anything about all the rest of the ways, you sure. know? And they may or may not understand where uh, ballet, for instance, fits within the greater scheme of dance. Sure, absolutely. In the same way yes. that... Uh, Someone who does Aikido may or may not understand how it fits into the greater scheme of conflict. Conflict, right? And I think that's you know could possibly be a whole other podcast topic in itself. You know, um, so I mean, what I would say is right now we can't have Aikido without the forms because we wouldn't know what we all share. Yeah, because that's what we all share. Right. right. And so if we get rid of the forms, there would be nothing that bound us together as the thing called Aikido. Um, now, I do believe what we could do and what I would love to see happen is we all start to agree upon what a person who does Aikido does. And then once we agree upon what a person who does Aikido does, then we can find different ways to make people who do that thing. Right. Sure. right. So like a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu person grapples well on the ground. Right. And right. so now you can go do anything anywhere else. And then if you can win a Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu contest by the rules of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, then arguably, you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Right. 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 Whether you stayed in Brazil or you're connected to it at all, you know, ground grappling. Right. Right. Hmm. That's very interesting. Like, I, I, I like that idea of and I mean, so I think you're correct. I think that, you know, forms list Aikido cannot exist currently. And, you know, for a lot of reasons. And one of them is because, um, you know, we don't even understand. We can't even agree on what individual forms are showing. Right. Um, and so that being the case, you know, we could all do the same thing. But depending on where you go, they're going to they the emphasis or whatever. It, it's a they could all be pointing at a different thing. And if we can't agree on that, then again, going back to something we talked about before, the truths that we're trying to get to, which will then produce the person that can do the, the thing that's something other than forms. If we can't even figure that out, then right, yeah, what can't. chance do we have? Right, right, right. So it, it would be a process of, A, coming to a consensus about uh, either what it is that we're trying to do generally or B, what the individual – uh, forms are trying to accomplish generally right so right. that we can then work backwards to get rid of you know right. i mean like for me i have a personal understanding of what i believe aikido is um that came from a non-ceasing interest in studying what the forms were trying to tell me and like you know a lot of forms especially in the beginning i was like what is this even good for this is a dumb idea i don't know why this would ever happen but keep going back to it and back to it and back to it until i find a context where it's like 
oh, that would actually fit in right. here and would make perfectly logical sense. And then when that happens, I realize, oh, that's a piece of the context. And see, I feel like that's very unfortunate that that had to happen for you. I mean, it's great that it happened for you because I think it helps out everyone else. Right. But it's totally unfortunate yeah. that it, somewhere along the line, someone else didn't do that that heavy lifting got lost. Right. Right. And that's totally important because it shouldn't have to. And that's why we have people who have been doing Aikido for 30 years or 40 years that still feel like, well, what 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 does this do? What do I know? Right, right. It's because somewhere along the way, all that heavy lifting got lost. All And so, but the thing is, if they skewed, if they switched their um, perspective and go, and said, what do I know? Well, you know all of the forms in Aikido. Therefore, you know Aikido. So awesome. You you know, congratulations. <laughs> right. And it's only because you're you're wanting something more and I think rightfully so that you there's that feeling of like weirdness that's happening. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think the issue is and I mean this is getting back at like it sucks that that everyone is having to individually right now do the heavy lifting for themselves. Um, which is good. I mean, it makes it makes strong martial artists, but also it's a, it's difficult, and it'd be a lot. We'd be a lot better off if we could all share that together. Right. Um. But I think one of the issues is is when people have the like, okay, well, I know Aikido, but like now what? Like I thought it was going to teach me fighting. Like what? What the fuck? Like right. what are these techniques? The questions that they ask are, what are these techniques even good for? And like. That's an okay starting question, but, like, you can't hang out in that question for too long because what happens then is you go, okay, I'm going to try and do a Kodagaish in wrestling. I'm going to try and do a, you know, a Shionage in stand-up grappling, whatever. And what you'll quickly learn is, oh, they're not good for that. Mm, not super great for this. I mean, I can make it work, whatever. But, like, you miss all of the what the forms are trying to tell you, which I think Chris just said earlier. What are the forms trying to tell me? Which I think is very different than, like, what does this work in? What does it right, work at all? Right, right, right. Like, because then when it doesn't work in the way you wanted it to work, you just throw it aside. You're like, oh, yes, it's no you're good. You're just done with it. You, you. Boop. But if you say, no, that's a part of Aikido, so it must work it somewhere. Must work. I right, have right. the faith and assumption that it's, it's going to work telling, somewhere. And that's a, it's telling me something. I just a, don't know what it's telling me. That's such a backwards way because then it's like, well, now I have to go through the infinite number of possibilities of things that it could be. To find the one thing that it is. Right, right. And that's right. what we're doing now. It's right. going through the infinite possibilities of, well, is it good for this? No. Is it right. good for this? No. Well, and that's, is it you good know, for this? No. Is it good for this? No. Like, <laughs> Roke has asked me, he's like, why do you think you've made the headway you've made? And I said, well, I got lucky and I was persistent. And the get lucky part is, like, I was lucky enough to enter a full contact stick fighting tournament. Right. Which is something I wouldn't have thought to do because I didn't think it had anything, anything to particular do. Right, to right, do right, with right. it, you know? Right. And then seeing that made me go, oh. And then, like... Having a little fight club in my school where I realized I couldn't handle 230-pound people. Why couldn't I handle 230-pound people, right? Like, that doesn't make right. sense. And then, like, having to answer and answer and answer again, like, I got lucky doing that. And so, like you said, there are a million things it could possibly be. But if you want the forms to do something more than just study Aikido as an end to itself, like a closed right, loop, right. you know, Clo right. then you have to understand where does it fit in the rest of the world. And I think that's the thing is like everybody goes, man, we've got these, Aikido is the forms, essentially. We can all agree this is what we all have in common. Aikido is the forms. Um, how do I make those forms relevant? How do I make it make sense? How do I use them for fighting? Like 
that's step like you're you're skipping like a few steps in there going from like i have the forms now how do i fight with them Mm -hmm. instead of going i have the forms what are they trying to tell me what lessons do i get out of them um you know what pieces can i break them up into into more like manageable like digestible pieces and how can i start like applying those in live situations instead of going why haven't I seen a Shomnuchi Ikkyo Omotewaza right. in my live training? Right. And it's like, right. well, of course right. you're not going to fucking see that. Like, it's too dense. There's too much right. going on there. Right. That's right. Um, and so, like, having to, like, break it apart and go, like, what are each of these little pieces about? And, like, you're not going to see them in that order, but you're going to see them oh, yeah. eventually. You won't miss them. Um, but I think that's a really hard step because that requires a lot of constant, like, looking and resorting and working with different little little widgets and trying to you know, make sense of all of them. And that yeah. takes a lot of fucking work. It takes about 20 years. Right. Yeah. At least. Right. To get even to a position where then you can begin to start moving forward. Right. Like just to get you on an even ground to say like, okay, well now I understand what it's all about. Well, okay, let's start working. Yeah, how do we get good Okay. At it? Well, so here's the thing. Now, are you going to get good at it? Oh, well, probably not. No, because you're too old. Like because <laughs> that's exactly because right. we're in uh, the same way. Like it's the same way. Like I cannot get good at it because the 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 uh, time frame for that I missed it. Sorry, but I can make other people better. Hopefully, right, right, right. and that's what the goal should become. Right, and you now so you, do can I do that without right. forms? That's the that's yeah. But I mean, I think that it's possible. Is like if people that are in your generation right now, which is you know still you have plenty of time in your life to work on and teach a next generation like instead of just going here's more forms and passing it right, on to right, you you dropping right. it in your lap like right. and going okay well there are forms but also there are here are simpler sets here here are, here are, here are the truths here are the truths the... here are drills that teach you how right. to do That's these right. body movements right. and how to build you up into an actual life situation it's, it's the real double duty i feel for myself which is like look i think i understand what aikido is all about and i think i see better ways to teach it and transmit it than i received However, if I don't also teach all the traditional stuff, then that will not be recognizable from my Aikido students to other Aikido students. And like, I don't want to destroy the thing we do all share. And so until we all get on the same page, we can't say, oh, we can just drop some of those old ways that aren't as efficient at teaching and and adopt these new ones. So we have to do both, you know, and and I have to do double duty because the generation before me were such fucking wastrels. Whoa. Yeah. I mean, you said it. Hey, man, it makes me mad. And I think about I mean, it, you know, and I'm just going to throw it on all of them. Um, and I'm sure people out there are like, not this person. But, like, here's the truth. They all just enjoyed um, a nice, awesome time where they got to make yeah. a lot of money and not really work on things and just duplicate what they learned before and, and you know, wax poetic And they were it. doing Aikido as sure. in, in, in in the sense of what they wanted out of it, you know. And so you can't. In some ways, you can't fault them for it, um, and because it was that's what they were, that's what they wanted out of it, yeah, and they, they got they, everything that they they needed out. They of wanted it. a house on the California coast. Now, and... you know what ends up happening is every everyone else is sort of struggling to sort of figure out what it what it's all about. But yeah, I mean, I think 
the world is changing and for that last generation has changed yeah yeah is has changed and for that last generation they were in the right time they and sure were now and they're still complaining about it now yeah. I, well, I don't make as much money as i made in 94 <laughs> right i got a good well, idea this is exactly right. steven seagal's fat now like the, the the things that we're talking about no but i mean the things that we're talking about is exactly it it was because like what they were doing was um they weren't they weren't pushing any they weren't pushing they weren't thinking uh i mean and i shouldn't say that because i'm sure in their minds they were like how do i make this how do i how do i make more money like how do i well yeah like i mean they were whatever but it 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 didn't happen anyway and so it can happen now and i think i personally from this conversation in my own thinking it's like I don't think that the forms need to uh, be gone, and I don't think that we can have Aikido without the forms. Be but, gone, forms! But <laughs> I think that we do need to backload them. You yes. know, that oh, it's that's like, absolutely look, right. Maybe even not until your uh, high high level that that you even get to look at forms. When you start doing, for, you should not start doing forms until you understand the parts that are in the forms. Right. And then you'll be able to put them together easily. So if you're doing something and you can't understand each piece that is inside there and see them as they're happening, then you should you have no business doing. And the you forms. know, for myself, like, and I've only been on this experiment for a few years now, but like, I have learned that if I teach them all the pieces that make up the forms first, when we get to the forms. They will adopt the forms right. more and there easily. will be no problem with that's right. right. That's right. And so I, they'll have an understanding of how, how, why the form is what it is. Right. That's right. right. And what you're actually doing with it, as opposed to thinking that you know Shomanuchi Ikkyo uh, goes to the ground in this you know fancy awesome pin. Right. And they've been working with it physically for a while already. Yeah. Which I think is the other issue is like we have this idea like it's like we've backloaded the physical ability with Aikido. So like we immediately indoctrinate the new students into working on forms and go, okay, you've got to know this many forms for your next test. Okay. Now this, this many on your next test. And like, not until they're getting to, you know, even, um, you know, need on or whatever, are they doing like live stuff or right. live? I put that in quotes cause it's mostly, you know, whatever Jiwaz or whatever, yeah, but like, live, but, but yeah. you know, even close to live is like, it, that's pushed way down to the end. And it's like, well, people are already however many years down the line to get to that place. And so they're now only starting their quote unquote live training, you know, later in their life. And so it's like you're hitting them at a later time already than whenever they started. And so it's like that doesn't set us up well to have young, vibrant that's people right. yes. doing that's exactly physical right. stuff, which is that's how like that's how martial arts, you know, keep life going that's right that's like right. that's how they and, you stay know, alive it's funny if you look at like say we took a sport uh as an example to contrast against it you know by the time kids get to their teenage years in sports they are doing a lot of awesome amazing things like say on the football field doing a lot of amazing things now they might not understand all the details of the thing but once they get to coaching they'll understand the details of the things yeah. and that's how they become a good coach in aikido we flip it the other way around where we start giving them all these details in the very beginning and they can't actually do it until they're too old to fucking do it you know yeah yeah and it should be the other way around because that's how you bring bring life to it you know and hit people while they're right away they're excited they're young they're physical and they're ready to 
run around and That's do right. stuff, That's you right. know? And I mean, I guess that, so, I mean, I guess that really does change the face of Aikido because part of the thing of Aikido is that it's not quite so physical, not quite so difficult, you know, more of a low barrier for entry for people, but like, we can I mean, still I, probably I think we can it. still have that. I don't yeah. think there's a reason we can't have that. But at the same time, at the rate you're ready to get into the active level, you should be able to get into it. So right. if you're ready to get into it at 17, then you should be able to do it at 17, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Little kids don't need to be learning like a ton of Aikido forms. Right. And, like... and the same on the other side too, you know, if you're 60, that doesn't mean you, you should be too old to do the 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 active stuff if you want to do the active stuff right. you know if you want to right. put in the time do the active stuff you should be able to do it there too so i mean i think we can design it in a way that's not like competitive sport where it's like you know if you're 60 like well you're never going to play tackle football that's if you haven't done it by now you're never going to do it you know right whereas like in aikido it's like oh, i think we could still could still do the practice you know what i mean so yeah it should be able to work both ways we'll, we'll see if it does but yeah, I mean, and, and it's not to set physicality against forms because I don't think that's true. I mean, I think you can do plenty of forms training that is somewhat physically challenging to you because, you know, there's it's, plenty of dojos that do that. It's just conscious but, mind versus unconscious mind. Yes. Are we putting a premium on teaching the unconscious mind first or putting a premium on teaching the conscious mind first? Yeah. Most Aikido schools are putting a premium on conscious mind first. And that is not really how you learn physical stuff. No, it's not. It's how you learn to to teach and coach physical stuff. But. Right. That's how you have mental knowledge, but not physical knowledge. Yeah. That's a real, man, that's a, that's a deep thing. And maybe a podcast in, in, and of itself that maybe we've already done, but, um, because it's so, because it is, what I feel like is what you're saying right there is, is such a thing that is happening with people where people are getting. Uh, conscious knowledge and thinking it's unconscious knowledge. Right. They're getting conscious knowledge and thinking it's body knowledge. Right. And that's it's, right. you know, and it's I not. think, and I think that's a, a problem. And so, you know, we talk about, you know, forms, but that's a good way to, to say it. Uh, you know, the forms are teaching like the, the conscious level stuff. It's kind um, of like, um, this is, now this is a very mm, dramatic maybe. way to set this, but it's kind of like somewhere back in the past, someone decided like, oh, we need to start marketing you know the, the like ex-samurai kind mm -hmm, of people mm -hmm, who mm -hmm. have this physical knowledge we need to start marketing towards people who have money because that's how I i'm think gonna that's exactly right i think it's what they I'm, did i'm gonna i'm this is how i'm gonna make my life from now on that's I'm gonna right be able to live um so i've got to start kind of selling it to them in a way that's more palatable and that way is via forms because that's much more palatable than making them do super hard shit and yeah. not to say that there are some people that are totally into the super hard shit sure. and want you to make them do that but there's most more much more people that are like ah oh, forms that sounds nicer right. um and it's kind of like uh you know in in those kinds of movies where someone tells a lie and then the lie just keeps growing and growing and growing and growing mm -hmm. and at some point it's going to come crashing down and they have to you know, come clean that this, this lie was built and it's just gone crazy. And now we're having to deal with the consequences of this craziness. I feel like that's where we're at now is like this sort of little, little white lie was told that forms are the best way to get this stuff. And it's because someone was trying to make a living at some point. And now well, we're, we're generations down the line going and, like, Hey guys, actually, but it's it also, really not the best way, but it is a, a really good way. If, you don't want to fight. That's right. right. Yes. And those yes, people don't true. want to fight. And they it's, don't. it's totally honest. Yes. But those people don't know it. And right. so like and from so, a battle-hardened guy right. going, hey. So that's the other problem because <laughs> the other problem is like truthfully, again, if you just flip your perspective, 
you're getting exactly what you want, so just shut up. Right. About it. right. I mean, if right. you're if you're entering Aikido because it's the art of not so. fighting, then that's exactly what you're getting right. when you're doing. Well, corpse, and also, you know, if you don't actually want to go in and, and rip someone's throat out, like actually do that, then you're not going to learn how to rip someone's throat out. Right, right. But you also don't want to rip someone's throat out. Right, right. right. You just want other people to look at you and go, I bet he, he could, could rip, rip someone's, someone's throat, throat out. out. And that's yes. what that black belt around your waist does. Someone goes, oh, I bet that guy could rip a throat out. Right. And yeah, it, that's true because people all the time are like, oh, you're a black belt. I bet you could blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you apparently don't know yeah. me very well. No, you just say, have you seen Roadhouse? <laughs> Patrick Swayze? I know all that shit. Ripping uh, throats out. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a good conversation. I don't know if we really came to any uh, solid conclusions. Probably can't get rid of the forms right now. Uh, Might be able to get rid of the forms in the future. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Is it? So, uh, is it worth, and I know the answer to, to this because this is what we're doing, but is it worth it to move in that direction? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the issue, and this is Chris has said this multiple times in this podcast, is like first though we have to figure out what like what we have in common beyond just the form. Like we have to agree about what the forms are about, right? And or what, at least what make are they, some. What ground. are they trying to teach you? Yes. What are yeah? What are they trying? A person to who teach studies you? the forms will be able to do what? what? Right. Besides the forms, what? Right. Yes. <laughs> but that's that's a whole conversation people that are are not ready to have yet. Us, oh, that's a big conversation, man. Maybe that's our next conversation. Yeah. Well, Maybe we need to have like what a... What forms? You know the big uh, climate summit they just had? We uh-huh, need to have yeah. the equivalent of that before Aikido everyone gets together and they, oh, there's boy. like a big talk. Oh, and... It'd just be a big jack-off oh, fest. I've oh, been to I things mean, like that. Yeah. It's, it'd be I know. horrible. Right. It'd be horrible. I'd... <laughs> Chris is throwing up in his mouth just yeah. thinking I'd about it. I'd go to the first and then I'd go to the bar wherever it's at and then I'd hang out there for a while. And then the other guys who left the meeting also, I'd go, yeah, let's really <laughs> talk about <laughs> shit now. It would be like four or five guys who are like, no. I think that's exactly how that climate summit went also, by yeah. the way. <laughs> <laughs> Very similarly, <laughs> actually. The United States wasn't one of those four, four people at the bar, were they? No. No. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> let's not go there, but... Anywho, all right. Um, anything else? Uh, did we did we kill it? Did I, we put that this one to bed, so to speak? I guess we did it. Yeah, we yeah. Did, it. did it right. Well, we're at um, forty nine minutes. so oh, that's cool. an acceptable amount um, of podcast time. If you are listening and and there's probably lots of questions that maybe you have or not have about this, or you have a comment, or you think we're stupid or whatever it is, uh, you can feel free to send that to us. Let us know. I mean, I feel like most of our listeners. Do we get a lot of negative comments? Not a lot. Yeah, I feel like we get mostly positive, mostly positive comments. comments. Yeah, but I most would... of the negative comments are just directed at me oh. directly. That's it... mean. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> from and from other stuff, right? Like they might listen to this, but they see sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just hate me in general. Yeah, yeah. but that's okay. You got thick skin. Yes. You're a tough, yeah. kid. It's fine. I'll be okay. Yeah, I don't know if I can handle it. I just might quit altogether. I'd be like, <gasps> is this what people think about me? <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and thank our patrons. These people uh, seem to care about us enough to actually, you know, give us some money every month to make sure that we can continue doing this for them. Which is awesome and much appreciated. Yeah, man. Very it's much. so great. I really like that now I can go, hey, we need this new piece of equipment, and then we can just get it. We can, and it's not a big deal. It's great. Yeah. It is great. Thank you so much to Logan Balls to Bones Heinrich. Balls to Bones. 
Adam Nicholson, Matt Whalen, The Dirt Wasp Podcast, Chris Comouth, Jackie Champagne. Jackie Champagne. Uh, WK, WKUK official is doing a Steven Seagal Saturday on Twitch. Maybe Ooh. Twitch is vi- viable for booze and brawling so break fall movie day. We'll come back and tell you about it. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Brad V. Yero Madrona. I'm Mori Hayuishiba, and I approve this message. Brooke Ferragamo. Uh, there's no opposition in knife fighting. I tried. Took took three weeks. I, Ben's like, thank I'm God. Sorry, three been, weeks. I've been building it up inside of me very slowly. I sorry. In the car, she's practicing nonstop. I'm trying. Trust me. That's uh, Tommy Siv, Francis Cordon, Scott Triangle Circle Square Aikido, the original Squid Game mm-hmm, Burns. Mm-hmm. Dave Dewberry, Sension Center, Barrett Lippy, Sam Sulian, Randy Stewart, Hillary Jones, Constantinos Andrew, Friends, Sometimes I Pay Attention, Martinson, Yuli Simgu, Brian Crowley, Lisa Klein, Sharon Okada, Christopher Acido, Matt Mumford, Grant Templin, and Lenny Acuna. All right. Awesome. So uh, we did record a video yeah. of us uh, watching uh, John Wick, Wick and Whiskey, yep. Wick and White Claw. Yeah. Claw. I feel like it was a mistake. <laughs> here is the, here is the i mean he, so here is the so it wasn't I, a mistake i feel like no it wasn't a mistake it, it was, was a fun. valuable learning it was, i mean experience. so look it was fun no matter what like right, i had, yeah, a, good time, had a good time like yeah yeah, yeah you told me 80 percent fun yeah so yeah you told me for when sure. we left. yeah yeah, 80% yeah, yeah, fun. yeah so um one there was like the so uh if we were there how long's the movie two hours or two whatever, hours hour let's say the movie's two hours uh, we spent an equal amount of time setting up everything. Yeah. Now we didn't record that, so you wouldn't have yeah. to watch that. It took. But, I swear. So, so here's what happened. We got to the dojo to start like a normal time. We got at like six. Yeah. Good time. And um, Josh said, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna order the pizza right now." And he got off the phone with the pizza guy, and he was like, it's All "Saturday. Right. This is Saturday, Saturday night. Yeah, Saturday night. Yeah, ordering yeah, yeah. a pizza to be delivered." And he was like, oh, "Okay, the pizza guy said the pizza will be here in an hour and fifteen hour minutes." 15. And inside my head, I was I was trying not to be a shithead, so I didn't say anything. But I was like, "Fucking Josh." Didn't order the pizza. Right. Until, waited too long. Waited too long. Right. It's going to be an hour. I'm already hungry. Right. What the fuck? Yeah. The pizza got there and then we it had yeah. to sit yeah. because we were still getting ready an hour and 15 minutes later. Okay. So yeah. so I I ate my words yeah. that I didn't say. So so there is that. So that was that was the, the first part. Uh, didn't anticipate the setup time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then I don't know. I've... Uh, well, no. I don't think I've seen... I had seen John Wick fully until this point. I felt like there wasn't as much uh, Aikido in the movie as we had thought there was going to be. We also um, video projected it onto a dark gray wall. And, right, right. Uh, it was very dark, and not from a high quality video projector. Yeah, okay, so the was... other thing is we had we've done many we've we've projected many videos on that wall. Sure, but all kids movies, kids movies, that we kids, don't care kids about whatever movies, kids. Right, right. Well, and also kids movies are like brightly right, colored right, and like right, right. easy to see. Right. And this is fucking John Wick, and right. like ninety percent of the movie is, is at, night, at night in the dark in the, dark, in right, the rain. Right. Like, right, and so a lot of it is really us just going like, I think he did a code of Geish, but I don't know what. So the fuck we're just gonna drink anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the drinking game part turned to shit probably in the first two minutes because right, right. we just started drinking um so Which by I, the end we're... to be fair that's pretty standard for drinking games yeah. i think yeah that's yeah that's so good. anyway uh the the file footage does exist yeah now um, whether, i haven't even looked at it now yet, whether or not there. anyone else will see it so i do think 
that something like Twitch is a, w- might be... It might be better live yeah. just because it's yeah, like yeah. you can just watch along right. with us. And, and then and, quit whenever right. you want. Because, man, I like, can't see anyone wanting to watch this. Right, right. Maybe you see, will, but I, all, that, I don't And so the so. third mistake is that, you know, we showed our age. Because <laughs> we should have been like, of course Twitch is the yeah, thing Twitch to do. Yeah, Twitch is duh. But we're like, yeah. oh, we'll record it. Like on a, a video, uh, we'll upload it to YouTube because that's what people do. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and so I know people. Time, right? I know people are probably like, "Oh, just go ahead, release it." But like, nope. So like, I'm sure there were like very podcasty type moments that were f- sure, are, sure, sure. are okay I, to listen I, to. I, I I still think I'm gonna go through it, and yeah. if it if it is good, I'll put it up. But if it's not, maybe good, you can just cut it into like uh you know yeah. 25 minutes of the best uh like whatever greatest hits <laughs> like kind of hopefully give it like a little bit of a narrative arc yeah. or whatever maybe yeah. we'll just put in so. the last uh 10 minutes where we shot non-stop airsoft <laughs> oh yeah that. that was the other thing yeah it's sort of that's the other thing is like r- right at the end of the movie where it's getting really emotional and tense it, it, it like, devolved for us yeah. the yeah. attention kind We'd of waned yeah. yeah and then chris started shooting stuff and with airsoft guns. Right, and there. then once Chris started shooting stuff, then it was like, well, if Chris is doing it... We should all shoot airsoft guns. Bring yeah. them out. And, and so and then... Uh, but to be fair for us, uh, we all uh, had protection. Yes. Eye protection and whatnot. We, so, you know, we were... Pretty Maya much, looked at Chris much. like, well, I mean, Chris pretty did. much did. We I think he did. He eventually. He okay. So he brought the, the he, he brought the little glasses to Josh and I, but then didn't put them on himself. And that feels very eventually. That feels very Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so that thing exists. If we will, if we do do it again, I think a uh, we gotta we gotta really uh, get a movie that that we think is gonna is gonna hit, Uh, and then B, I think Twitch is is Uh, yeah. That's probably the way to go on that. So there might be one in the near future. Uh, So is uh, the person uh, that was uh, saying this on uh, our patron. Are they suggesting that they are doing something like similar something on Twitch? Oh, I think some or someone else radio is. jockey or something oh, okay. is doing a Steven Seagal Saturday kind of thing. Oh, okay, and it's probably gonna watch Steven Seagal make fun of it. There you go. There you good. go. Yeah, so that that's pretty cool. So that's something pe- people may want to check at. out. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. Is there I, anything else? I think that's it. I'm, oh, tip I'm, of the week. Oh, yeah, tip, tip of the, of the week. Ooh, Hell uh, yeah. I almost left without it. Uh, yeah, don't uh, drink too much whiskey. I'll tell you that much. Uh, so Maya's not quite as seasoned of a drinker. No, <laughs> that is a good tip. Um, uh, so, man, I I think don't it, always count on the uh, Uber driver to actually yeah. get you home. He he might get scared of what's so, going to happen and drop you off wherever you're at. I would I would say that um, if if you if the majority of your training is in forms, yeah, I think this is probably a tip that we've had before, but I'll give it again because I think it's a good one. Like, look for the 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 big picture in the form. Look for the truth in the form. Look for the thing that the form, like the the answer to look for the question that the form is answering. Yeah. And right. I think sure. that and I think that will uh inspire you. Yeah. So. Yeah, what makes the form what makes the form work? Yeah, like and what, what does that right. tell you about what, why the form what is, is what is the form doing? You yeah. Know? And if if you can get there um and you know, if you are this kind of person, uh just ask and ask and ask and ask yourself, ask anyone else who will listen, ask us, ask, you know, just 
be inquisitive about it and and see see what comes up. Yeah, and and if you come up with any questions that you you can't answer, feel free to send them to us because I'm, that's something that we would have fun talking about. I'm sure. That's what we do here on this podcast. That's what we do. So, oh man, that'd be great. Oh. Okay, we'll talk about this off. Wait, if people ask us questions and we answered them on no, this podcast? No, 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 no. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> it, was a, it was a podcast idea that I had in my mind uh-huh. right now. Uh-huh. Uh, but I'm like, we don't have to go through it on the on air. Like, we don't have to record Secret. it. Secret. Okay, right. that's that's so, a later time. Sakura. Okay. Sakura. My brother. 